Welcome in. It is episode number 98. Boy, I wonder what we're calling this one. Maybe we're calling it the A.J. Francis edition. Yep, that sounds about right to me. Jeez, boy, all of a sudden, everything we did, and all of a sudden, A.J. just, like, overbearing after we set all that up. Um, all right, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, The Baltimore Sun, and Rolling Stone, and of course... The main event, vent, vent. A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins, and it is, of course, our Royal Rumble preview edition of the show. Later on in the program, we'll tell you about how Shawn Michaels screwed us and other things that are gonna, we're going to talk about, but we're going to get right into picks this week because it's always a pleasure to welcome on our buddy, you hear him every morning on BJ and Migs on 99.9 KISW out in Seattle, plus the Migs cast, the mega cast. We love this dude. He is our favorite guest picker, and it ended up... he. Somehow he lost the last time, and yet he still won because he got retweeted by Alexa Bliss. So yeah, her and I are, you know, best friends now. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, Aaron put on Alexa Bliss makeup. Never, never didn't do it. Okay, I was wondering. I was like, did he ever fulfill his? Well, hold on. We, were, we said we we're going to do that at Mania. Right? I know. Yeah. Okay. I know. Okay. We could have been getting the retweets from Alexa Bliss. Instead, Mig sucked it. it all up yep. because you, like an asshole, yep. didn't put the makeup on. Yep. Because we're the worst. Because Aaron is the worst. It's a known fact that has been passed down throughout time. Every human being knows that Aaron is an asshole. Joining us is our friend, Mr. Steve Miggs. Miggs, what's up, buddy? I do. I was hoping it was '99 because you know that's that's AJ's number when he was a Seahawk. Man. Well, every yeah. every we're going to get to 101, and somehow he's going to be able to say, you know, oh, you know, when I was at a combine, they had me put on number 101. Like, Dude, what you didn't know is that actually I worked for DC 101 for a few years, so 101's my number as well. God, he's the worst. So, Mick, Damn, so how can we all simultaneously be the worst? That's impressive. <laughs> It's so true. We really are. <laughs> All right, so Miggs is a friend of ours, uh, dating to obviously when AJ was playing with the Seahawks. Uh, they met up at uh, WrestleMania last year, and Miggs is the best. He's been uh, great to us. Um, I have enjoyed, like I heard Rey Mysterio on yeah. with Miggs not too long ago. Yeah, I enjoyed Jody on uh, Dude, the other week. And, and the thing, so Miggs, tell everybody about what you got to do uh, as a ring announcer oh. recently. I got to be the host and the ring announcer for a new uh, indie wrestling organization here in, in Seattle. It's called Defy Wrestling. And it's cool because, like, in Seattle, we have a lot of really cool, like, weird, unique, underground-type wrestling that's been going on. 3-2-1 Battle, Lucha Libre, Volcanica, and uh, um, also Project 42. That, but they've all had, like, like weird ni- niches to what they're doing. Whereas uh, Defy kind of, like, brings all of them together. Some of the guys that wrestle for each of these promotions would also wrestle for Defy. And we had our inaugural event and uh, we just so happen to have Cody Rhodes be in the main event against uh, a guy you just recently had on, a buddy of mine as well, uh, in uh, Swerve, Shane, Str- Shane Strickland. And, uh, dude, it was unreal. Everything about it was unbelievable. Just to be able to – I've never been a ring announcer before, so I was terrified. But <laughs> backstage, you know, there was just a, a lot of good people. Jeff Cobb, Matanza was there, and, and he had a great moment with me in the, in the ring because apparently when uh, Jeff Cobb wrestles, not as Matanza from Lucha Underground – uh, typically they tell the ring announcer, don't say that he's Matanza, try and keep the two separate. Well, Jeff pulls me aside before the match and says, hey, man, are you going to mention that I'm Matanza? And I'm immediately like, no, man, I'm already being read the riot act. I'm not going to do anything like that. And he goes, no, say that I'm Matanza, and we'll just go from there. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell is this guy going to do to me? <laughs> you know? Because like, uh, my buddy, Matt Farmer, is the, the booker and the agent. He was, like, in the gorilla position. He kept messing with me leading up to the event, saying that uh, Jeff Cobb's going to suplex me through a table. That's just what he does to ring announcers. And so I'm like, nah, bull crap, you know. But when Jeff Cobb says, 
hey, just call me Matanza. Now, all of a sudden, in my head, I'm like, holy shit, maybe he's telling the truth. Like, maybe he is going <laughs> to match with me in the ring. So I do it. But he looks at me like he's pissed at me. And then he, like, leans up and gets up to me and leans into my ear and says, say allegedly. So then I go, allegedly, Matanza, and the place goes nuts. And oh, that's cool. It was just a cool moment that he embraced me and gave me that opportunity. But, of course, the big talk uh, was that was the um, the match, Cody Rhodes versus Strickland, where someone yelled Stardust. And then Cody did a great old-school Stardust cartwheel with the hand thing and then flipped the guy off, and that's been spreading all over yep. the Internet. But, it, I mean, dude, to be able to see Cody Rhodes backstage hanging out with all the other wrestlers, the guy is nothing but class. I mean, he was there early. You know, there was like a, a, a meet-up time at 6 p.m. So I figured, oh, Cody's probably not going to show up until right before his match. He's there at like 545 just talking with all the wrestlers, giving his advice to those guys, and, you know, sitting down with me, talking to me about what he wants me to say. And it was just, it was pretty surreal to be able to be around a guy who, I mean, truly is at the best he's ever been. And it was cool to be able to be a part of an event where he was there. That's awesome, man. That is so freaking cool. Well, that's, that's tremendous. And are they doing more shows out that way? Are you going to. Yeah, we got another one. Defy 2 is going to be April 7th. Uh, Davey Richards is already, uh, he made a surprise appearance because he's from Washington, yep. he's from Othello. So he was there, uh, but he wasn't on the card. He was more of just like a surprise to get people pumped for Defy 2. And uh, he brought Angelina Love with him. So they're backstage. And that was pretty cool because, you know, I, I loved the knockouts and, uh, and, and the beautiful people. And she pulled me aside. Probably the best part of the entire um, experience at uh, Defy was she pulls me aside and she's like, oh, so you're the ring announcer. And I'm like, oh, crap, she's going to tell me I'm doing a shitty job or something <laughs> like that, you know. And she's like, I've never – I've never seen, I don't know who you are, but I've never seen a ring announcer more over with the crowd than you are. That's awesome. Oh, dude, I, I, I could go home now. Dude, <laughs> that's really cool, man. That's really cool. Well, it's weird because when I first went up there, you know, you go out into the ring and the place is going, you know, they're pretty pumped. You know, luckily there was a lot of listeners and, and everyone knows that I'm a big wrestling fan that listens to our station. So it's not like you're just taking like a random radio guy to, right. you know infiltrate the independent wrestling circuit like they get that i'm just as much of a fan as they are and i'm freaking out just as much as they are but i i get up in the ring place is going nuts and then i start talking into the microphone the microphone cuts out because it's a wireless <laughs> so now i'm like what the hell am i supposed to do so now people are chanting you know people are yelling delete to the microphone <laughs> people are going to daily hey we want a new mic oh that's right? so i'm that's... Like, now i'm like okay in a weird way, this is getting the crowd more hyped. And the best part, and I think you guys will appreciate this, uh, all of a sudden, someone starts chanting, let's go, Steve Miggs, and then the rest of the crowd goes, Steve Miggs sucks. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Dude, so, just quit! Like, <laughs> just quit. there's nothing else for you. It's over. How did you, how did you go from uh, baby face to heel to right. split reaction in the span of two minutes? It was That's impressive. It was a crowd, man. It was awesome. <laughs> And, of course, I'm, like, trying to keep it cool. But once they started doing that, they give me a wired mic. And the only thing I could say is, you guys have no idea how awesome this is. You just gave me a, the ultimate wrestling boner. And I was like, yeah! Dude, that great, is dude. so... And Cody and Shane Strickland put on a classic match. I know they're uh, editing up the video footage. It's going to be like a video-on-demand thing. Yeah. Uh, but once it does happen, I highly recommend anyone who's listening that loves Shane Strickland or Cody Rhodes, the two of them put on a great match. I did enjoy the Stunner, those guys were good. Yeah, yeah right? I did enjoy like, the beginning of the match when they, the one dick in the crowd chanted Stardust yeah. at Cody. Yeah, we were just oh, talking about really? that. Yeah, AJ, Aaron walked out to get food, so he missed oh. the entire part where you were discussing that. My bad. <laughs> I was like, Aaron, it was, you're not even it was awesome, nonetheless. Yeah, no doubt. All right. What are you guys eating over there? 
we uh, we order from the same joint that we order from every time we do the show. We found this place. Hopkins Deli. Yeah, it's called Hopkins Deli. It's great. They they don't give us a, a dime, so we shouldn't plug them. I know. We don't even get free food. We got to work but, that out. Is that called? I was going to say if they want to sponsor us, yeah, we, right? we got openings here. Somebody on should probably call Hopkins Deli because we really like them a lot. We get the their sweet potato fries are money. All right. Every time I because I listen to your podcast all the time, it's like if I ever make it to the the Maryland area, I'm like, okay, I got to go to Jimmy's. I want to eat there. Yeah, these guys. You know, it's like it's like I've become a fan of certain establishments just because you guys talk about it so much. Speaking of which, I'll be at Jimmy's on uh, Sunday. If you missed Jimmy's, they were on uh, the Food Food Network last Mm -hmm. Friday for the Ginormous Foods episode. Their uh, seafood UFO was on there. It was nuts. It's nuts. It's if you've ever seen their seafood UFO, it's out of control. But uh, I'll be there Sunday night. For Royal Rumble. My personal favorite, if you ever go there, uh, Migs, you gotta get the crabby chicken. It's basically a Chick-fil-A style, uh, chicken, uh, breaded chicken sandwich with crab meat and cheese on top. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, that sounds like heaven on earth right there. It is. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, right. It's exactly what it is. Oh. So let's make our picks. Um, here's the deal. We discussed so last week we were talking about the um, the the UK thing, right? Yes. And what the future of the WWE might be with the UK. And one of the things that we found out is that um, is it, which promotions coming to um, supposedly it's ICW. ICW is coming to the WWE Network, which is great. Mm-hmm. And we are discussing Grado, who is one of our absolute favorites. We all love Grado desperately, but mostly what we love about Grado is his entrance. And as you know, or if you don't, you need to go Google, because once upon a time I didn't know either until Aaron showed me and I said, well, I I have an erection now. But that's Grado, basically anything with wrestling. Well, that's true. That's a good point. Grado comes to the ring with the entire crowd belting along every word of Like a Prayer by Madonna. So, if we're all in agreement, the loser, or if there's a tie, losers... We'll both have to go on either, and Migs, it's your choice, Facebook Live or Periscope. I don't know which one you use. We have to include both because AJ's not on Facebook, and I don't really use Periscope. So whichever your choice is, you have to go on Facebook Live or Periscope, and you have to sing the entirety of Like a Prayer. All right? Great. I would give you extra bonus points. I personally think it should uh, should be in a public place. Personally, that's I, my personal. I opinion. hear you. It's just sometimes tough to do that. Yeah, I mean, if you can, like by awesome. all means, do it in a public place, or if like Migs would do it in the studio, something like that. And wonderful. if you want to throw some Grado yeah. moves on there or something yes, like that, all for it. But it's it's hard to define any of that. So we're just saying you got to go on and just be creative. Don't be a dick. If you lose, do something cool with it. Perform the entirety of like a prayer. Everybody good with that? Yeah, it, yeah. Just gives a, it gives me a weird Pavlovian response because when I was a kid, that music video, I, I had a weird like, fascination with Yo. Madonna. And, like, that music video was like porn to me, so I, yeah. I make sure I keep it from the waist up. Cause, like, my <laughs> That's quite all right. That's quite all right. All right. No one will judge you. So let's make our picks. Let's make our picks. Uh, we're going to pick both uh, TakeOver and we're going to pick Royal Rumble. And we've got a, uh, a, a certain pick that we're going to do for the Royal Rumble. Aaron, you'll guide us. The first pick every time will be Migs, and then we'll rotate the three of us, AJ, the first time, you know, that, that, the way that we normally do. Yep. All right. All right, let's start with uh, NXT TakeOver. We have a five-match card, and we'll start off with uh, Roderick Strong versus Andrade Almas. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going Roderick Strong on this one. I'm really enjoying him being in uh, being a part of NXT right now. So I'm going to I'm I'm picking with my heart. I'm going to go with uh, Roderick Strong. AJ. 
I think this could be a good feud that could last a little while, and I think if you're going to do that, the best way to do it is to have uh, Almas go over here and then Roderick go over at a later date. I I agree, particularly perhaps uh, you know WrestleMania weekend would be a good point to do that and have a big moment for Roderick Strong, so I will agree, and I'll say that you have Andrade Almas win this one. Is this Roderick's first takeover? I'm yes. Not, yes. They tend to have the first takeover... The guy, the the whoever it's their first takeover, them win in it. I agree with you guys. This this could be a longer feud, and they made almost look really good this week on uh, Takeover. I think I'm going to lead to lean towards Strong though, just because it is All his right. first takeover. I like it. We split there. That's a good thing. That's very good. Oh, we're on and crack it already. Yeah, right. Next. I don't like it because typically Aaron loses, so I'm on that side. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. He does lose a lot, doesn't he? Damn it. That's not good for you. All right, next. Uh, let's go, uh, Eric Young versus Ty Dillinger. Ooh. Dude, I love what Eric Young's doing right now in NXT. And, uh, I mean, I also love Ty Dillinger, and I'm hoping that he'll make an appearance the next day, uh, for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm going with Eric Young, man. I think he's, I think right now, he, he, that guy just, anything you give him, he just turns it into something awesome. And I'm, I'm going with Eric Young. Uh, this is me, and this is tricky for me. You know, the, the goofy thing about Ty Dillinger is that we're all working under the assumption they're going to bump him up, right? Like, but what has he really accomplished in NXT? Like, what's he really won during his time in NXT? The crowd. The crowd, correct. But that's in part just because it's easy to chant out, 10! Like, it's not a well, difficult thing to do. I yeah. get it. It's worked for other people. I'm aware. I mean, Daniel Bryan said yes, and look at him now. No, and he sucked as a wrestler, obviously. He was horrendous. No, he did. I, I know, but I, I think he can use a moment. I think he can use a moment where he wins a match before he were to get that big bump. So because of that, I'm going to say Ty Dillinger for this one. I just, I'm in agreement with everybody. I think it's very clear that he's on his way up. I just think that, it, like, you could use him having that basking in victory thing before you give him the bump. I get it's the same argument that it, that Aaron can make about being Eric Young's first takeover, and so that's the logical reason why you pick Eric Young, but I think the Ty Dillinger could use that, and so I'm going to say that he gets it. Yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't really consider that. I'm, I'm going with EY on this one just because I think EY's character is too high right now, and I think they could have big things planned fairly soon for San- – I don't know how soon, just because the main event seems so crowded – but I think Sanity has the potential to be I agree. there. So I think you have EY win. Um, but you're right. There would be a nice little – but you know what it could be? This could be the, the Ty Dillinger thank you moment. Yeah, where, I hear you. But like, it's, that's fine. It's goofy to me that they would have him roll through NXT and we'd look back and say, when did he ever win a match? Well, same thing with Tyler Breeze. No, that's worked out really well for him. Well, but th- there are different reasons <laughs> why it didn't work out. It had nothing to do with what he did in uh, I just think it would be weird if they have him go through this entire run and like they just have him lose every time. Like That would just be weird to me. They wouldn't have him win one relevant match, Ty Dillinger. Like, and he hasn't. He hasn't won one match that mattered in sure. NXT. So that's, that's my only reason. Go ahead, AJ, your pick. Yeah, um, Sand also... Boston every opportunity. Are, are you suddenly on a dial-in modem? Like, did you, your internet at the community center suddenly go to a dial-in? <laughs> oh, no. Does it sound like it? Yeah, you sound like you're on a phone all of a sudden. It's like, so AJ has to do the show from the, uh, the Jewish community yeah. center there <laughs> in, uh, right? Right? Like, yeah. the, the old folks' home in, uh, Florida because for whatever reason they don't have internet available at his, uh, at the compound there in Orlando. Thanks, Florida. Oh, the compound. Right. Yeah. So all of a sudden AJ, um, 
Uh, yeah, go ahead, try it, because you don't sound very good right now. We might need to have you uh, disconnect and reconnect. Sounds no, it sounds terrible. It sounds awful. Let's just have you disconnect and reconnect, all right? And we'll save this pick for you, all right? All right, we'll do that real quick. Sorry. We can keep going. We can just have him... Yeah, it's all right. Everything's good. It's, it happens. Disconnect, reconnect, and go from there. I, I was going to let us keep making picks, Aaron. Oh, is that what we were going to do? That I thought, was, that I was, thought we were on pause right here. No, my plan was that we would just keep going and it would be seamless. And it would almost be like we were broadcasters and I that see. we knew what we were doing. And it was like having a live show. But now it sounds like somebody's backing up a truck. Correct. Now we're going to be forced to edit it out because it's just not working. Sorry, Migs. Well, now he's like, don't worry. I apologize. I don't know what the hell is. Like, it was so weird. He sounded fine, and then all of a sudden he sounded yeah. like, it was just it was goofy as hell. Yep. He's not there? I don't know if he's restarting his computer or what. Okay, we'll just, we'll keep going, and we'll right. come back, and we'll have him catch up. We'll, yes. we'll okay. have him catch right. up that, with our picks. Okay, that's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, that brings us first of three title matches. We have the Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Women's Championship, which... Could go anyway. Uh, Asuka, Nikki Cross, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. Uh, did you happen to see NXT this week, uh, Mix? I didn't because I was, I was, I'm always like a day after. Oh, um, and so, like, you know, because I, I go to bed so early. So yesterday was either watch NXT or watch SmackDown. And so I want, you know, because my wife wants to watch stuff that's not involving men grappling, which I don't understand. But, bo- so I didn't get to see NXT divorce. this week. Yeah, seriously. Right. Um. I think the, the, there was a really interesting segment. It, it, that was the main event of this week. Was kind of the not really a contact sign, but just those four in the ring together. Mm-hmm. It ended up with Oscar and Nikki Cross cl- clearing uh, Billy Kay and Peyton. Well, there's AJ back. Hey, hello. <laughs> one of these weeks, one of these weeks, we're gonna almost sound like a professional show. I'm telling you, we're gonna get there. We're, I mean, what are we like a hundred in right now? Something like that. When we get the three hundred, I think we're gonna start sounding like an actual broadcast. And of I'm course, just, AJ hung up just as <laughs> mute him. Just mute him. Yep, that's the way to do that. All right, great. Now, um, moving forward. Anyways, where Nikki, uh, Nikki and Asuka cleared the ring, and then they started going at it, and they had the security team clear out, and they just Asuka and Nikki Cross just kicked the shit out of that's the. Cool. Uh, the security team, which is, you don't see that from women, ever. Yeah, you don't. Ever. That's really cool. So that, that was a cool little moment. Um, you're going first, Mix. Um, well, I would like to be in a fatal four-way with Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, but um, that's just selfish reasons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're going to win. I, 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 no, I, I think I think Oscar stays champ. I think this, this is going to be like an unprecedented run for, for a female champion in NXT. I, I, I don't see anybody beating her in the near future. Okay. Um, I, I hear you. Go ahead, Aaron. Um, there's something about Nikki Cross. I could absolutely see her pinning. Like, it's it's a way to get around the, oh, my God, Asuka's a buzzsaw thing that they have, mm-hmm. which is that, you know, how do you take the title off of her until you're absolutely right? Well, you have Nikki Cross pin Peyton Royce or someone like that. So I could see that. That being said, uh, I'm going with Asuka. Yeah, I'm going with Asuka as well because she's Asuka. I'm not sure if you all have been paying attention. Asuka doesn't lose. Asuka's... I, I, again, short of them having an immediate plan involving Asuka, which I think is completely unnecessary at the moment. It, it's too like, crowded up on the right, like they, they, right. They, they, I don't know why you would be doing that. Um, so short of that, I have no reason like why you would feel the need. I don't think the scenario that that you bring up, I don't think benefits anyone. Like how does how do you look better for winning the title without beating Asuka? Like I just I don't think it's, it benefits anyone for them to do something like that. So I I see no reason for that, and I don't think that any of them are ready to actually pin Asuka, which is the only thing. That would that would matter, which would be the only thing that would be significant in all of this. So, 
I also am going with Asuka. That is my choice. So uh, we had a humorous couple of minutes that you guys didn't get to hear. And, and now the Internet did give out at the Jewish Community Center. So AJ is with us on the phone. I've never once, I've never, I don't even think anyone has, I've seen anybody that's Jewish. Well, how would you know? Oh, come on. That's a good, I mean, you know, just mm. like uh, Donald Trump can see people that shouldn't be voting. Okay. <laughs> All right, turn AJ up if you don't mind. I, give, I am. give us a little bit more. Miggs is now on Skype. Not. Are you at a Jewish community <laughs> center, Miggs? Uh, yes, actually, I am. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate the commitment to the Jewish Community Center. I just assume everything in Orlando is a Jewish Community Center. It's the way that it works. Pretty it's the most kosher podcast I mean, in all got, America right now. Oh, all right, so now let's try this. AJ, you did not make a pick for the previous match. This was the Eric Young match that he didn't make a pick uh-huh. for. Yes. So make your pick for that one. By the way, I'm starting to realize it's actually AJ's phone. It's not, it, it's like, I don't know what's going on here. We can barely hear AJ still. Yeah. Still we can barely wow. hear AJ. I don't know what you can you hear me? I don't know. Should I be yelling? I don't know, maybe. Can you walk outside the Jewish Community Center? Is that, is that, I assume the, assume, the, assume the weather in Orlando is, is, is good enough that we don't have to worry about that. Migs. Migs is on, like, the most important morning show in Seattle, right? Like, he's on this. And then he comes and deals with our clown shoe shit. We can't, we can't get anybody on. We're trying to do it. Like, we, we spent, like, this week, by the way, too, we actually prepared. We had a pre-show meeting this yep. week for the first time in the history of the fucking podcast. Well, like, that's the problem. That's not, that's something different. not the first time. I don't know, man. It's, it's the first time. time in a while. It's been a long time since we've done it. I, I used to make rundowns. I was like, man, no one reads this. It's so true. Aaron used to send us a rundown every week. I wouldn't even look at it. And then he'd be like, oh, dude, no. it's, it's in the rundown. I'm like, Yuck, I looked at that. All right, let's try this one more time. AJ, who are you picking in the Eric Young match? I'm picking Eric Young, and because Sanity has not had that big moment just like in a, a big match, like you said, Ty Villager hadn't, and Sanity's going to be in NXT longer, I think. All right. So I think right. that they win this match. Migs, I can, think Eric Young was in it. Migs, I, we can hear AJ enough that we can make it work. Can you hear AJ? Yeah, yeah, I can hear okay, him faintly. All right, all right good. Okay. All right, we'll just deal with it. All right, and we also, we also, I think all three of us have picked the uh, Asuka match. So who yeah. do you have in the uh, Fatal 4-Way, AJ? Is Asuka uh, in the match? Yes. I love that bit. That's a great, unique, original bit that you just came up with. I appreciate that. But mine's actually statistically correct. That's probably true. She's actually not lost. <laughs> correct. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, so we got the tag title match now, and uh, we'll start, I guess, back with AJ since AJ. Well, it's yeah. first uh, Migs. Migs. Well, Migs first, first but yes. Um, DIY, Authors of Pain, go ahead. Uh, uh, I want to like the Authors of Pain just because I love Paul Ellering. I grew up loving that guy, but they still haven't really connected with me just yet. And I, how do you take the straps off, off of DIY? I'm, I'm, I'm picking DIY. I'm picking Gargano and Ciampa. AJ? Uh, I think that this could be a match where they do it at Mania 2, just like they did it. Uh, they did DIY and Revival twice, and they did Revival and American Alpha twice. I think that they're going to do this match again at Mania Weekend, but I think it's going to be 
the Authors of Pain as a champs win because I think they're going to win the match. I agree. I agree. I think Authors of Pain win. I think they're too hot right now. You have them win here. And I agree with you that you keep DIY in the picture, and you might even have them win you know, with the help of the assistance of Paul Ellering to make it cheap and to make it an easy. I, I think DIY is great as the underdog. I think there are bigger things in the future for DIY soon. Um, so I'm with I'm with AJ. I think you have Authors of Pain win here. And then I don't even know if it matters if they get the rematch, like if they win it or not. I think they just get another uh, opportunity at WrestleMania. But I think Authors of Pain win. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I think Authors of Pain has. I don't see why you have Damn it. I, every time I agree with you, I always I just like the idea of you lining up with Migs for every pick. And then I feel good about it. Not this time. I'm going with you guys. Um, I, you know, can I change? Or? Go for it. Come to the dark side. Go for it. Um, you know, they, they ran through the uh, the Dusty Rhodes classic. I don't think you have the the roadblock here. I think you have Authors of Pain win, and, and maybe it's not yeah, a long run. I would do it at roadblock. Yes, exactly. They can. I'm, I'm it, the only one. I'm the only one. Nobody else thought that was funny. Yeah. No, I thought it was. I thought it was actually a, a poignant point. I didn't think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then so Cast did get their last shot at uh, Roadblock. That is true. Uh, and then finally, you have Nakamura versus Bobby Roode for the NXT title. I, I genuinely, I, I mean, I'd be so bummed if Bobby Roode doesn't show up at the Royal Rumble. So, um, and, and I'm just going to go with Nakamura. I think you keep him as a champ. Keep him as a champ for a while. Um, this is me. Um, I'm the exact opposite. Like, I'm so hell-bent. I'm so hell-bent on Nakamura being in the Rumble. But I don't know if it matters. I don't know if it matters who wins. Because I don't know that making appearance in the Rumble guarantees that you're now on the main roster. True. I think, I think you could just have someone from NXT, particularly for the champion, be in the Rumble. I think Bobby Roode is hot enough right now that it makes sense to also draw this one out to WrestleMania, so I'm going to stick with Nakamura here, and then imagine Bobby Roode going over um, in, uh, in in Orlando. So I'm going to stick with Nakamura for this one. It, it was weird, and I, I had mentioned this to you, Glenn, before the show. On NXT this week, you know, we were all expecting, we saw it on Twitter, Cassius Ono shows up with Nakamura in the ring with the belt, and you know he points to it. I expected it to air this week. I think most people expected it to air this week, and it didn't air this week. Which leads to the question, one, are they saving it for next week? In which case, well, Nakamura had the belt in the middle of the ring. Or did that just end up being a dark segment? Which is very possible. Um, either way... It is a dark segment. I can tell you that. Hmm. Oh, There's an answer. There we go. Um, either way, I expect it to be uh, Nakamura winning because I expect... The perks of living in Orlando, right? That's true. I guess you do know things that other people don't know. Indeed. Um... So, but and that also doesn't you really have, change. You also have great internet, too. All those wonderful jobs <laughs> that you have are living in Orlando. <laughs> um, but I'm going with Nakamura. <laughs> I was like, hey, just like, look at me, life is so great. I can't even fucking hear you. Yeah. All right. Um, we got the dopest Jimintu community center in all the land. <laughs> God damn it. I can't wait to see that Jewish community center. I'm going to ask everybody in town, hey, can you point me to the Jewish community center? <laughs> How do we set up a viewing party at this Jewish community oh, center? So By the way, are you coming down? What, we, we didn't really establish this before. Uh, are, are you coming down to Orlando, Mix? Uh, you know, uh, i got to get a vacation in with the wife first. Uh, she's kind of getting annoyed with my uh, wrestling trips. So I, I, need to, I, need, 
I need to take her somewhere before I can make the trip to well, Orlando. Here's where you take her. You take her, you arrive on Wednesday, you say, oh, look, we went to Disney. That's a vacation right there. And then everything starts up. That's how I'm yeah. doing it. Universal Studios is also good. All right. Who's your pick, Aaron? Nakamura. All right. And AJ? Uh, yeah, I'm with you guys. I think Nakamura is going to win. And I think that this would be a great opportunity for them to establish something that could be big in the future. I think that the NXT champion should be guaranteed entry into the Royal Rumble. I agree. And I think, and yeah. I think that that would, that would be a good bit that they could use, and they could start it this year with Shinsuke Nakamura. I love it. All, All right. right. Let's grab a break here. We'll come back in. I know it's uh, you guys have only heard about uh, like 20 minutes, but this has gone about 50 so far. <laughs> so we're going to grab a break. We'll come back in, and we'll make our picks for Royal Rumble. That's next. Um, that's Steve Miggs. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... In the Jewish community. <laughs> <laughs> this is jobbing out. Community center. Community center. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. Learn how recently retired President Kevin Manning has used athletics to shape the future of Stevenson University. Plus, our college lacrosse previews, a look at what dates should be circled on the calendar for Baltimore sports fans, and a Ravens off-season guide. In addition to being available for free at over 500 locations in the Baltimore area, Royal Farms has them at 60 locations. You can also see the entire edition of PressBox, as well as the best daily coverage of the Ravens, Orioles, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. How well do you pick weekly NFL games? Pick Factor is the free new app that lets you pick each week's games and see how you do against your friends or against the whole country. Join other leagues or create your own custom league all for free. Pick Factor is easy to download from the Google Play Store or the App Store. When you open the Pick Factor app for the first time, a full tutorial shows you what to do. Play against the press box staff. When you download Pick Factor, click Join a League and enter league name PBS for press box. Sports. Once you enter PBS, you'll be able to see how your weekly picks do against the press box staff. This week, anyone who beats the press box staff will automatically be qualified to win a $25 Royal Farms gift card. One winner will be chosen from everyone who beats our entire staff. You need to be 18 or older to enter and live in Maryland. No purchase is necessary. We will notify the winner through email in the Pick Factor app. If nobody beats our entire staff, the person in our league with the highest score will win the $25 gift card. To get the most points, fill out your picks by Thursday. It's you against the press box pros. Download the Pick Factor app in the Google Play Store or the App Store. Our children's futures start at a very young age, and Catholic schools prepare them for that future. Academic excellence with the belief that all students will succeed. A balanced curriculum integrating music and arts, foreign language and Catholic faith, while challenging students in the areas of science, math, and technology. Discover the Catholic school's difference please visit archbalt.org slash schools. That's A-R-C-H-B-A-L-T dot org slash schools for more information. An old, and I do mean old, familiar voice is back. Stan the Fan with the bat around every Saturday, along with Adam Gladstone, will look to entertain, inform, and educate our listeners right here on PressBoxOnline.com. Click on the Listen Live button to hear the bat around every Saturday, 10 to 12. Stan the Fan and Adam Gladstone, Real Baseball Talk is back. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash Stan the Fan to hear the bat around every Saturday from 10 to 12. Back 
back in here, segment number two. It is chopping out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stones. Our guest is Steve Miggs from 99.9 KISW out in Seattle and live from the Jewish Community Center in uh, Orlando. <laughs> You guys got to make T-shirts with that. <laughs> <laughs> like Colt Cabana has the live from the studio yes! apartment. Live from the Jewish We need to do a show from there. We have to do a Mania Weekend. I'll, I'll fly out if we're doing a show at the Jewish Community Center. I don't care. No, I'm telling you, you guys, we could shut this place down and ever. Aaron and I are enjoying Hopkins Deli. AJ's enjoying some Cavelta fit. Dude, how's the matzo ball soup? Pretty fantastic, actually. All right. There's literally menorahs everywhere. All right, now, we made... He's going to get banned from that side. No doubt. No doubt. There's guys over in the corner betting playing. Okay, um, let's make our rumble picks. Miggs is with us to make picks. Let's. I don't. We're not getting this back on track. Just make the damn rumble picks. Uh, I don't know whose turn it is, but oh, uh, we, we got two pre-show matches, and then we got uh, six radio matches. Uh, the first pre-show match, I think it's actually uh, Glenn. I think you're starting. I think. I don't know, but sure, why not? But uh, no, that's your turn. It's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Um, we got uh, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson on the pre-show. Migs? Uh, I, man, I, I think it's time for uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson to be the champs. And, and, and I think it could set the stage for some kind of uh, implosion between Cesaro and Sheamus that could lead up to a WrestleMania match. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. And Aaron? Yeah, I'm leaning that way. The, the weird thing, the, the two referees, like, I get it based on how they've done this feud, but it's just, it's a very weird stipulation involved yeah, in it. How do they use it? Yeah. Right? Like, you're, you're guaranteed that there's at least one ref bump, probably two ref bumps in the match, because they'll probably find a way to get both refs down at the same time. It's just very awkward, a little bit clunky, but, um, you know, I, I have the club as well. Hey, Jewish boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, the, you make the pick after Aaron. I know, but I was just expecting you to usually oh like to, you know, lead the show. I was letting you be the leader. God damn it. Just make your pick. Hey, uh, I am picking uh, the club as well. Yeah, I'll make it a clean sweep. I'm also picking the club. They should have done this a while ago. But I haven't minded Seamus Cesaro. It's been pretty good, so I don't have any complaints about it. I think this is just its time for the club to have the belts. Um, the only interesting thing that's sort of left right now is the do you go right back to New Day or is there a bigger picture thing that we've talked about before that would involve AJ? Would involve, is there a bigger thing that you're doing with the club going towards WrestleMania? But um, it's time for them to have the belts. I think yep. we're all in agreement on that. Uh, other pre-show match, Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. Uh, I, I, man, I, it's weird that Sasha Banks is not, uh, is in the pre-show, but I think the whole entry, uh, story arc to it all is going to lead to, uh, Nia Jax winning. I think it's the only way that you could have her beat Sasha Banks without all of us losing our collective minds. Uh, so I'm going to go with Nia Jax on this one. AJ? I am following suit. I think, um, Nia could use this win, and I think it would, um, if they wanted to, Get them both back involved in the title picture, so it's a four-way at Mania. I can see them doing it 
by having Nia win this match and say, look, I'm in the title picture too. Um, and then, or you could go about it and have uh, Nia win the match and dominate Sasha, make, get Sasha off TV and have her come back to put herself into that at the last minute. So there's multiple ways they could do it, but I think Nia wins the match. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just think that the way you're building Nia right now, why in the world would it make sense for you to give her a loss? Um, she's supposed to be a monster. She should be a monster. Now, I get it, Sasha, and so anybody losing to Sasha is not that big of a deal, but it makes no sense. Nia wins the match. Yeah, if, if Nia is going to get into the title picture at all, she needs to have a pretty big win under her belt, and this is a place where she can get that pretty win, big win, so I'm going with Nia as well. All right. Hey, are you guys still, like, um, like a little jealous on the inside that I got to hang out with Sasha this week? I was going to save that for the next segment. I was going to save the whole thing because I would also like to share some text messages. Not all of them. Just <laughs> <laughs> Not all, not all of them. All of them. <laughs> Just some of the text messages that were sent throughout the course of the evening. As um, if you did not see on Twitter, AJ got to spend the evening uh, last week with a few members of the WWE uh, roster, including his. Um, and I'm going to try to figure out the, the the woman that has inspired more wet dreams in his life than Cindy Crawford did in mine, <laughs> Sasha Banks. Uh. So I was going to save that, and we're going to talk. We'll, I wanted, we'll say we'll I wanted to spend a little bit more segment. time. That's the third segment. on the entire evening that you had, and I just want to discuss all of that uh, in depth uh, before we wrap okay, up. Go. All right, next, uh, next. So we got uh, we're on the show right now. Cruiserweight title on the line: Rich Swan versus Neville. I am man. I don't get to watch a lot of the cruiserweight, uh, uh, the two hundred five lives. So, but I do. Love both of these guys. I enjoy what they do in the ring, and I, I think it's time for Neville to win, continuing this 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 cruiserweight monster heel that he's kind of becoming, uh, and, and then it just leads to him just being a dominant force when it comes to like the 205 Live cruiserweight division. Uh, so I'm going with Neville. Yeah, I don't like lining up um, so much. I don't like the fact that we're all in agreement on these, but yes, I agree. <laughs> I, and it breaks my heart because you know how much I love Rich Swan, but. It just sort of doesn't make sense, really, right now to do anything. Like Neville's the first thing that's really gotten you true heat in this division. It feels like there's something there. Plus, as I said before, because he's been on the roster, because he's faced other superstars, and they still they haven't figured that part out yet, you, you, there's a little bit more credibility there with Neville. So I think Neville makes the most sense. I think having his champion makes sense, and I think they pull the trigger uh, on Sunday. Uh, I agree, and I just think that the way that the cruiserweights are constructed right now, it's just better to have a heel champ. You have Rich Swan as a challenger. You have Cedric Alexander as a challenger. You have Gentleman Jack as a challenger. Like, all of your top guys outside of the champion are faces, so it just makes more sense to have a heel champ right now. And it will help build the fact that you could give Neville, like, I could see a situation where Neville could hold the belt till Survivor Series, like, really, like, dominate the division. And all the while having people get built up so that by the time he drops the belt to somebody else, um, the division in and of itself is in a better place. And I think that's the best way to do it, and I think that Neville wins. I agree. I agree entirely with all that. I hate the fact that we're lying. That's three in a row that we've all agreed on. That's not good. Uh Uh-oh. But I I, I have a feeling once we get towards the top, it's going to get a little long. This is something where the lower cards are kind of predictable, but once we get to the title match and the Rumble itself, this might be one of the most unpredictable Rumbles ever. I honestly still, at this moment in time, I don't know who I'm going to pick. It's, neither do I. Yep. Neither do I. <laughs> All right. Let's get uh, a little bit closer. Let's get there. Uh, we have the women's title on the line as Charlotte defends against Bailey. 
Uh, Charlotte wins. I think, I think, and I think you continue this program between her and Bailey. Bailey's the ultimate underdog, and I think you continue Correct. to have, let it build, just keep letting it build, and, and Charlotte should be the winner. Uh, yeah. Emma? Yeah. Oh, is it me? Yeah, it's, it's me, I think. Yeah, but, uh, just yeah. go ahead and co-sign, yes. and we can move yes. right through, right? Every, everyone co-signed on that? <laughs> no, but yeah, well, I, I agree, but I, I wanted to bring up a point. I think this is a perfect opportunity to bring back, because Charlotte has done so much work with Sasha over the past six months, really, where, like, her matches have been undeniably great, and she's done fantastic work. Right now, I think it would be a good time for her to win a cheap heel finger poke okay. up yeah. type win. And it would a- absolutely help continue the feud, and it would bring back Rick Flair's daughter. And I think that that is a good time to use it. I don't oh, yeah. with that. Yeah. And I, 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 don't, I don't think it's going to be a clean, uh, perfectly clean. Well, and it also helps make Bailey sympathetic, which yeah. is the idea uh-huh. between yeah. in Bailey's character. So I'm, I, I love that. I think it's a great idea. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so you have the other side of the women's equation over on SmackDown. You have a tag match here. Becky, Nikki, and Naomi against Alexa, Mickey James, and Natalia. Uh, I, you know, I, I always hate when they just lump, uh, just trying to get as many, uh, um, uh, you know, female wrestlers on, on the card just by doing like a six-woman tag team match. But uh, I would love to see each individual uh, rivalry happen because I think they would all make great uh, solo matches. But, um, I mean... Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia. I'm going with that. Although I hope and I hope I implore the WWE to let Naomi do her entrance because if that happens, we all win. I know nobody just nobody disagrees with that. No one disagrees. <laughs> it's the best. I just discovered before we went on the air. By the way, Migs, I had never seen Naomi in uh, Jet magazine, and I will be spending a little bit more time there once my wife goes to bed this evening. Just gonna <laughs> gonna spend a little bit more time. In that room is the room that I'm going to go into is the Naomi and Jet magazine room. It'll just be daddy time in that room a little bit later on this evening. That's all. I'm glad I have a computer in this studio right now because I'm looking. uh, I'm checking out for the rest of the podcast, guys. (laughs) Enjoy. enjoy, Yep. Enjoy your time, Mix. We will. We appreciate you taking time for us. (laughs) I don't think you should tell me to enjoy my time. I might take that a little. Nope. Nope. I'm good with that. Go right ahead. (laughs) Go right ahead, sir. It's okay. It's okay. The shuffleboard tournament isn't until next week, so you're fine. <laughs> They'll let you come back for that. Um, AJ. AJ, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, this is a good time to have Alexa pin Becky again and solidify herself, but not really. It's not a real loss because it's a title match. I think it would be a good moment, but I'm going with Alexa. And her crew. It's the goofy mm-hmm. part. The goofy part about this is like you, your inclination is to say heels win, right? Like, but what really does that benefit you? Like, it would be more beneficial to have this is a scenario where Becky can win, but yet Alexa can keep the belt, um, which I think is is something that you want to do going towards if that's the direction that you're going. I've been so convinced that you're having one of them drop the belt because I've always assumed it's going to be Nikki Mickey for the belt at, at WrestleMania, but. Without anybody dropping the belt at Royal Rumble, that's even clunky. Remember, every scenario that we are getting involved, you know, a match at Royal Rumble to start this off. So, hold up, I just thought of something. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Is Elimination Chamber SmackDown's pay per view? Yes, it's in two weeks after the Rumble. There's no time between the Rumble. And... But you're saying that these could be the six. They could do these a female Elimination Chamber. Be, these six girls 
girls are going to be in that match. It would make a lot of sense. Yeah. It would make an awful lot of sense. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the faces. I'm going to go with the faces because it makes more sense. When you have a champion in a non-title match at a pay-per-view, it makes sense. They love having their champions lose non-championship matches. So I'm going to go with the faces here. Yeah, make a compelling... My thing, I just... What's Mickey's role in all? You're not bringing her back to, and and it could end up being something as simple as Nikki or uh, Mickey and Becky end up brawling up the ring, so they have no factor in the decision at all, and that's how you get around. But if she does have a major impact in the decision, I think you almost have to go with the heels there, kind of show her that you know she's right. She was part of that women's revolution. That was a great promo. That was a great reasoning for coming back. So that's why I'm leaning towards the heels here. All right, very good. I'm, I like being on the island. It's nice here. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, we have the um, the world heavyweight t- or no, the universal title. I keep. Uh, I hear you. Yeah, the universal title as uh, Kevin Owens faces Roman Reigns with a sexy pinata. With a sexy pinata and a no <laughs> DQ match for yep. some reason. Yep. Uh, I, I'm leaning with uh, KO on this one. Uh, I don't know how Chris Jericho is going to get out of that shark cage, but I feel like something's going to happen and. Uh, uh, I, I'm sticking with Kevin Owens. Uh, he's gonna walk out still champ. This is yeah, me. Uh, Who is, it? is I, it? I think it's you. I think it's me. Yeah. Oh my bad. You know, I have been so convinced that Roman Reigns is winning the belt, right? Like we've been talking about that for the last month. That they're obviously doing Roman Reigns. They want to point Roman Reigns to you WrestleMania. You guys have been talking about that. I don't believe that never have. I have changed my mind. Oh. I have changed my mind. And it's going to get, you know, I think you'll know now who I'm picking to win the Rumble as soon as I decide this. I've changed my mind. There is only one logical thing to do. I think they've done a wonderful job of throwing us off the chase. And I, I give them, the, the build has been phenomenal. Better than any Royal Rumble. And that's in part because it's so loaded. It's so loaded, this Royal Rumble, that they've done a great job with that. But there was always only one thing that made sense. And there's still only one thing that truly makes sense. And that is Kevin Owens winning this match. That's the only thing that truly makes sense based on all the work that they've done. But I, and I'm, I'm throwing my faith behind the WWE, and that is the worst thing to do. But sometimes, as George Michael told us, and then Fred Durst later screamed at us, you got to have faith. <laughs> so I am going with Kevin Owens, somehow, someway, to retain the belt and bring that sexy pinata back down from that shark cage. You know, it's funny, this Monday, everything was written this Monday to say that Kevin Owens was going to win the belt. You had, you know, Roman Reigns looking strong going over on Monday. You had the no disqualification match added, which, you know, would lend yourself to say, okay, that's how Kevin Owens can win. He can do something kind of sneakily, but under the no disqualification case. So it's a clean, you know, a quote-unquote clean win, but it's legal. I just... It's Roman Reigns we're talking about here. I, I just I, I can't imagine them not having him in the title. After all this build, I can't imagine them not having him in the title match at Mania. So I'm going with Roman Reigns. I um, I think that Kevin Owens wins the match. I just thought that from the beginning. I would be pleasantly surprised if Roman Reigns wins the match. Um, but I... I do not think that's going to happen. I think that they have a different idea for Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and 
I don't even know what that idea is, but what I do think that they have in line is a big spectacle for Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. And it might not be Chris Jericho. It might be Finn Balor. It might be Sami Zayn again. You never know what it could be. But I think it's a big match for him no matter what, and I think Kevin Owens will win. Well, I want it to be known that three of us are putting our hopes on 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 the Samoan Cena losing a title match. Yes. Like three of us <laughs> yes. have gone that route. That is something else. Okay, let's roll through these. Uh we have AJ Styles versus John Cena for the WWE title. Yes. Oh, uh, Migs. Migs. I think Miggs was waiting for that that throw to him like AJ oh, was earlier. Miggs. No, sorry, cut out for a sec, but I, 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 man, I do like the guy from Atlanta. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call him. Can I ask, what the hell, with, with Cena, I mean, he went back to Thugonomic Cena at moments during, uh, Monday Night Raw, and I'm just like, or during SmackDown, sorry, and it just made no sense to me. That, um, that promo was, was, again, as people said, good, but it was weird because I didn't know exactly what the purpose was. Like, are they just trying to run right. down AJ for some reason? That didn't quite make sense. Is he trying to get over as a heel, it seemed like, at times? Right. Which was weird. It was a very... I don't want to say... Dis- the purpose of the promo seemed weird. And then he's just like, you know, you gotta prove your... He did that thing again. You gotta prove yourself. You don't... You can't prove yourself until you go through me. It's like, wait a second! He already went through you! <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, on paper, everything that he said, I'm like, okay, great. But the way he delivered it, I'm like, w- were you banging your head against the wall with Goldberg or something? Like, did you forget <laughs> who you are? It was, it was really weird. But I, you know, uh, I mean, I, I, Glenn, I, I, I'm going to paraphrase you, but it's oh, uh, hang on, did you want I, me to? I had a question for you, Migs. Did yes, you want? Yes, can please. I, can I ask it of you? Yes. Because yes. it was a question that I just had. And I might have an answer. No, no, no. It's, it's very important. Is uh-huh. There are a chance that none of us are going to survive the next four years because this country is just going to go to shit. But another question that I had for you <laughs> is, is John Cena, the, the guy, the, the word life guy, that guy, is John Cena in this match? Um, my alternative facts answer is no, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, last time I said I went with Cena with uh, AJ and I was right, uh, but this time... Um, I'm going with Cena. You're right. He's in the match, and I think it only makes sense for what I envision the long-term plan is leading up to WrestleMania. As much as I like to see AJ Styles stay champ, and I think he's done a great job as champ, um, I don't think he needs to be the champ, though, to, to continue to do what he's doing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with John Cena on this one. Aaron? I'm leaning Cena. I've, I've leaned Cena the whole way. The fact that Elimination Chamber is looming large there does make me wonder if they might let AJ kind of retain in a somewhat... It's, it involves AJ going over John Cena at the Royal Rumble after making a big deal about it, which is why I can't see it happening. But that Rumble looming there does make me wonder a little bit, could they let him hold on to the belt another two weeks just to drop it at the chamber? That would be my reason to go with AJ. But that being said, that again, that would involve AJ going over Cena again, and I just don't see that happening. Yes. I, 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 every my gut, I, I really truly want to, like, I think that AJ Styles is going to win the match. <laughs> but my brain is telling me, what are you doing? It's one of those clear, my mind is telling me no, <laughs> but no, my, my body. body. My body is telling me Tell no. Telling me yeah! 
is Pete John Cena. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta go with I gotta go with John Cena. Um, we've already handled the, the the question, so we don't need to ask it again. Um, I am so certain. I am more certain that John Cena is going to win this match than I am that AJ has left Spooge somewhere in direct relation to Sasha Banks. I am more certain of John Cena winning this match than I am that I have left Spooge somewhere in relation to Chris Jericho. I am more certain <laughs> that John Cena is going to win this match than I am that Aaron has... I don't actually know what you jerk off to now that I think about it. The point is... John Cena is winning this match. He's winning this match. He's losing, and he's breaking the record at WrestleMania. And if you disagree, you're stupid. John Cena is breaking the record at WrestleMania because, of course, John Cena is breaking the record at WrestleMania. That's the way that it works. We have watched this movie before. We know how it plays out. Why would we be confused by anything else? Simpsons done it before. John Cena's winning. Oh, I have a real, the fact that we all went with Cena here, I got a bad feeling about no, this one. No, <laughs> you're overthinking it. You're overthinking it. And that leads us to. That leads us to the Royal Rumble, which I just kind of want to say here, the most unpredictable Royal Rumble in at least 20 years. I, I, I kind of went through this and I was just like, I, I can't think of someone where there was this many guys you could make a very compelling case for winning it. You can. You certainly can make it. But that's because there hasn't been a star, such a star-studded. Right. That, I mean, that's part of it. That's, it's it's that's very star-studded. There's, there's, they've been interacting with the various champions, so there's a couple built-in. How, built how, in how many Royal there. Rumbles ever have had Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and The Undertaker in them? Right. So, right. I mean, that, right. that's a huge part of this. That's part of it, but then there's also a lot of other things oh, that just make yeah. sense going in there. Oh, the brand split has done a lot for that. Yep, you exactly. I mean, it's, there's a lot going but on. But even through the brand split, there was usually like, you know, one guy for Raw, one guy for SmackDown, or maybe two for Raw, one for SmackDown. You're like, okay, one of those three right. are going to win. So why don't we do the picks first? Okay. Why don't we, I mean, the I, I mean the who's going to finish Who's going it? to, who's going, yeah. Right. So as we stand, we are recording on Thursday afternoon. Yes. Um, Miggs, I believe, told us he had another th- uh, event that he had to do uh, 20 minutes ago, but that's okay. That's, uh, we'll, he'll get to that eventually. <laughs> Um, so the deal is we're going to pick, we're all going to pick eight people. Here's the 22 that we know. Okay. Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Big E, Kofi, Xavier, Jericho, Strowman, Baron Corbin, Taker, Ambrose, Miz, Ziggler, Cesaro, Sheamus, Wyatt, Orton, Harper, Big Show, Sami Zayn, Cass, Rusev, Mojo. That's who we know of. As of right now, that means there are eight spots available. You're going to pick eight. We're all going to pick eight. And whoever okay. gets the most right of those eight is going to get a point. If it's tie, if, if two people get seven, if two people get all, you know, something like, I don't know if anybody gets seven. But if two people, whoever gets, gets an additional point in our picks. All right? Okay. Migs, let's start with you. Who are your eight? Okay. Um, I got Bobby Roode. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Ty Dillinger, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe. I'm going to take a chance with Kenny Omega. Ah, love it. Um, uh, I'm also going to take a chance with, and it's paining me that they're going to probably switch his name back, but uh, Matt Seidel, a.k.a. Evan Bourne. Ooh, that's a... Ooh. Uh, what am I at, seven? Seven. Um, this one's a weird one, but I'm, I'm going to... Screw it. I'm going to throw it out there, and I know that he has a concussion. 
I'm actually wrestling. I think Daniel Bryan's going to be an entrant just to take Miz out and then leave. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that just to continue a, uh, a storyline that they can never give us uh, conclusion to. That is something. I, I like it. That I like is, it. That is something. That is something. AJ? Uh, um, my eight, as I pull them up, is Tyler Breeze. Breeze? Nakamura. Nakamura. Triple H. Uh-huh. Kurt Angle. Uh-huh. Roman Reigns. AJ Styles. Ooh. Ty Dillinger. And Enzo Amore. Ooh, all right. All right, very good. Uh, my eight. James Ellsworth. <laughs> the one that nobody's great, mentioned. Great I, yeah, I guarantee you, how, how all of you have left him off, Kane is uh, going to be in the Royal Rumble. You're taking all mine now. I, I assert, assure you that Kane will be in the Royal Rumble. Yep. They are not having a Royal yep. Rumble without Kane. That makes no sense. Apollo Crews in the Royal Rumble. Apollo <sighs> Crews. Um, this is the one that I think might be a little bit different than everybody else. I have Jack Gallagher in the Royal Rumble. Not different than everyone else. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. God. Um, I, I, too, have Shinsuke Nakamura. I, too, have Kurt Angle. And I, too, have Triple H and Seth Rollins in the Royal Rumble. Okay, here's my eight. I have uh, Samoa Joe, Kane, James Ellsworth, Ty Dillinger. And my thought for Dillinger, you know, everyone's saying ten. You have the Miz come out at ten as kind of the get the heel heat there, oh, yeah. and then Dillinger come out as eleven. After. All right, I'm not kind of you go, you go the deflation right. to the elation. That's awesome. Um, did I say Jason Jordan? I have Jason no. Jordan. Okay, interesting. Uh, I have Jack Gallagher. I have Apollo Cruz, and I have Tyler Bate. Ooh, ooh! I didn't even consider that. I didn't even consider that. All right, very good. Now our pick to win the Royal Rumble: Steve Miggs. Dude, I have gone back and forth even since we started the podcast and earlier today. Um, I mean, I've, I've been leaning, man, Undertaker just, it just seems like it's going to be the Undertaker. Uh, but there, and I have a stupid reason for this, but I, you know, uh, here uh, on our morning show, uh, SmackDown coming in February, in the beginning. And, you know, we try and set up a wrestler to come in studio uh, when, when that happens. And the guy that they're giving us is Baron Corbin. And I'm like, well, that's typically they give us like, uh, you know, a guy that's got a good run going already yeah. and, not, not one of the newer guys. I'm like, well, that makes me start to think, are they going to actually give it to Baron Corbin because it's fresh off, like, soon after that is when we're going to have him on. So now I'm torn between those two. I think Corbin is going to be the last, one of the last guys in the Royal Rumble. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to be The Undertaker. Okay. Okay. Very good. Uh, I have the second pick here. Look, if I pick Kevin Owens to win the match. God. He's still, he's still nervous. Yeah. He's still sweating it out. Look, if I pick Kevin Owens to win the match, I, again, there was one scenario that made sense this entire time, and it remains the only scenario that makes total sense to me. Everything else I'm not saying couldn't work, but the most logical thing to do has always been having Owens win the title and having Jericho win the Rumble and yeah. having face Jericho versus heel Owens for the title at WrestleMania. And as much as I abandoned the thought that that was a possibility in the weeks leading up to it, as I've gotten back, I've come home, Chris Jericho wins the Royal Rumble, Jericho Owens for the title at WrestleMania. And this is, again, I've, I've died by the sword many times during these picks. This is what they should always have done. This has always been the work that they put in throughout the course of the year. This is the way it should go. Chris Jericho wins the Royal Rumble. 
To me, oh boy, I, I'm I'm going. I'm just like uh, AJ and Mix here. I've been going back and forth between three or four different people all week. I've been thinking, um, I've been thinking the Undertaker. That was kind of my first thought. I was thinking, I th- for some reason, I'm still not 100% certain that they end up with Goldberg Lesnar. For some reason, I feel like they might pull a fast one on it and have Goldberg win the Rumble here. I think Braun Strowman, if Reigns does mm-hmm. win, it makes all the sense in the world. And then there's a fourth one that, for me, I'm trying to think, and I'm looking over on SmackDown now, and I'm trying to think, if we don't do the back-and-forth thing that Glenn is insistent is going to happen, who is going to challenge there? And, and I said it last week that I think it could be a complete wild card. And my fourth person, who I'm going to officially pick here, is Samoa Joe. Okay. I, it, it's wow. crazy. It, it just it fits for... You know, we're, we're talking about the dance partners here in the card, like who's going around. Right. Samoa Joe makes sense for Cena. So Cena right now does not have, again, unless he does the back and forth thing, does not have that obvious dance partner. And Samoa Joe, as far as, you know, it would be a huge push for Joe, obviously. It would give Cena a fresh matchup for Mania, something that he tries to have that fresh matchup, whether it's Rusev, whether it's Bray Wyatt. He tends to try to get that first-time opponent for Mania. And Joe's just about the only guy who would fit at this point. Now, does he win the Rumble? He may not. But I think that Joe Cena ends up happening at Mania. So I'm going with Joe for that reason. All right. That is bold. That is bold. Sir, take us home. Man. There's just so many. I still don't even really truly have any idea. But I think that... You all brought up good points. I thought I was going to be the only person that thought Corbin was going to get B in the. I mean, literally yesterday, if we had the podcast yesterday, I would have picked Baron Corbin. I thought he was going to win. I still so pick him. Pick him. <laughs> I think Baron Corbin's a good that, that, pick, by the way. I mean, I and, and, that, that, that would pick. that would be a wild card, certainly. I, I, pick him. He's a logical heel Baron to face Cena. Yeah, I pick him. I pick. I pick Baron Corbin. I love it. Yeah. I think it's a great pick. In fact, I kind of wish you wouldn't pick it because I'm afraid he might win. Son of a bitch. I mean, I just like that we picked all four different people. Yeah, it is good. I, I that love that. It is really, really good. And all you right. know it's, it's going to be none of those guys. Oh, correct. That's so good. It's going to be Sami Zayn since for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Zayn. By the way, that what do you think? Awesome. They, wait, wait. Here's something else. And it's that, not, it's, that would be incredible. Oh, I, I think it would. I mean, it would almost. I wouldn't say it makes logical sense. but no, the fact it doesn't that, make logical well, sense. Well, hold on. But, but, but here's the thing. Whoever they fuck with as far as as far as the rumble goes, like that's usually an indicator that hey, maybe he doesn't win it. But actually, you know what? I bet you he enters number one. He's the longest guy in the ring. Yeah, I can, he's, I can, he's going to have something major I can happen see that. at the rumble. What do you think they do with Rollins? This isn't going to be a pick. This is just I'm, I'm curious what you uh, what do you think they, they do with they Rollins? They put him in the Royal Rumble, uh, and then they have Triple H come in after that. That's okay. it, done. Easy. How, How do they get? I mean, you got to do the work, Mick. Puts him in the Rumble. Mick says, what Stephanie did to you is wrong. I'm putting you in the Royal Rumble. And then you have Stephanie and Triple H say, uh-uh, fuck that. That's the way that it works. Very simple. All right. I'm not that hard. I'm, I'm just like, you got to do the work. <sighs> Migs, what do you need to plug? Let's plug. You, you literally were on this podcast, I believe, for six hours today. You were on this show longer than you were on your own radio show, which is far more important than ours. What can we plug well, for you? You know, based on your suggestion earlier, and um, I, I, I would, uh, based on the pictures I'm looking at on Jet Magazine, I'd like to plug on uh, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest moment in the history of plugs. I can tell you that right now. Oh, wow. You know what? 
I don't, I kind of just want you to go now. I kind of don't want you to plug anything. I just want to leave it at that. We'll plug everything else when we come back from break, all right? Completely fine. That's perfect. Love you, buddy. Thank you. Love you guys. Appreciate you. That's Steve Miggs. When we come back in, we will, uh, we'll tell you more about Miggs and we'll tell, hear all about AJ's trip to medieval times with the uh, WWE roster. That's on the way. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron and he's the main event. This is Jobbing Out. Our children's futures start at a very young age, and Catholic schools prepare them for that future. Academic excellence with the belief that all students will succeed. A balanced curriculum, integrating music and arts, foreign language and Catholic faith, while challenging students in the areas of science, math, and technology. Discover the Catholic school's difference. Please visit archbalt.org slash schools. That's A-R-C-H-B-A-L-T dot org slash schools for more information. Hi there, KZ here with Sarita the NFL Chick. Every Sunday from 10 a.m. to noon, you can hear us right here on PressBoxOnline.com slash radio for the PressBox Fantasy and Reality Football, Football Show. Show. Sarita tries to keep me in check. I get a little uh, shady every No, once I just in a while. try to keep KZ in realistic world instead of you either it's stink a, or you're great. It's all about fantasy. It doesn't matter what's real. It just doesn't. Yes, because wins and losses don't matter, KZ. They don't. They don't. Garbage time is winning time. <laughs> That's all that matters. Anyway, you can listen to us, as I said, 10 a.m. to noon right here. PressBoxOnline.com slash radio or slash fantasy, whichever you're in the mood for nfl college football 10 a.m baseball 10 a.m to noon every sunday the press box fantasy and reality football show pressboxonline.com slash radio how well do you pick weekly nfl games pick factor is the free new app that lets you pick each week's games and see how you do against your friends or against the whole country join other leagues or create your own custom league all for free pick factor is easy to download from the google play store or the app store when you you open the Pick Factor app for the first time, a full tutorial shows you what to do. Play against the PressBox staff. When you download Pick Factor, click Join a League and enter league name PBS for PressBox Sports. Once you enter PBS, you'll be able to see how your weekly picks do against the PressBox staff. This week, anyone who beats the PressBox staff will automatically be qualified to win a $25 Royal Farms gift card. One winner will be chosen from everyone who beats our entire staff. You need to be 18 or older to enter and and live in Maryland. No purchase is necessary. We will notify the winner through email in the Pick Factor app. If nobody beats our entire staff, the person in our league with the highest score will win the $25 gift card. To get the most points, fill out your picks by Thursday. It's you against the press box pros. Download the Pick Factor app in the Google Play Store or the App Store. Back in here, third and final segment is jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun, and Rolling Stone, and of course, the main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins, who has an NFL salary and a and a hood internet level, and a still coming up in the projects internet level. Hey, I will say this. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like it's not my fault. I don't know, bro. I'm not. No, no one's blaming you. It's, yeah. it's the, it's the, it's the definitely the juice of the fault. Like, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm, there's 
the next bot mitzvah I come to, I'm definitely not eating that big gift, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's cool. They don't eat them. They're good. <laughs> All right. All right, so um, we promised uh, a couple of things that we need to deal with. First of all, we promised the last couple of weeks that we would have a more defined plan for episode number 100, and we do. For episode 100, we will be doing dick. An absolutely Nothing. normal show. Nothing. We're not doing shit. Fuck you guys. We don't even like you. We don't want you here. Well, that's sort of true. That's sort of true. For episode 100, we do not want you here. Yeah, we do For not. episode 102, we uh, we have changed our mind. Yeah, so here's the deal. Uh, it's actually, is it 102 or is it 103? So this is 98. Next week, I think it's I think it'll be 103. Wait, no? Hold on. We're, we were, um, 102, or 100 would be on the 14th, 15th, and we're looking at like the 28th, right? Okay, 100 would be on the 14th? I thought that was, I thought we couldn't do it. I guess this would be right, right? Hang on, no. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. No, that's not right at all. Yeah, it's right. No, it's there's right. one more. Do it by Tuesdays, okay? Yeah, Tuesday. This past Tuesday, would 98, okay? Yes. Next Tuesday, 31st. That'd be 99. February 7th is 100. Oh, right. Okay. February yeah. 14th. Okay. I was right all along. You're right. You're an asshole. Damn but it. we already knew that we about knew that. you, so it's not remotely surprising. For episode number 103, here's the deal. Um, Aaron is the fucking word. Right? That's right. God. Every time we start to forget that, we are reminded that Aaron sucks. I just... Look... I just want to get to March 4th weekend. That, that's all I want to Aaron's do. Bachelor party. That's all that he's worried about. Aaron sucks. So, so here's. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the drill. Um, AJ is not going to be in town the weekend of our hundredth episode, or the week of our hundredth episode. He will still be in Florida. So we wanted all three of us to be together. AJ is actually coming up to be a part of an internship at the NFLPA that will have him doing some media stuff in the DC area. So we have decided that our hundredth episode celebration will be on February 28th. What we would like to do for that celebration is basically the exact same thing that we did the last time. We just had a lot of fun. Um, everybody came in. They brought Everybody brought food. Like, God, we had so much goddamn food that night. It was amazing. Everybody brought beer. Everybody was cool. It was a room. It was a room built for 12 people that had 50 people in it, and yet... We had a great time. Like, we couldn't have had yeah, more fun. Have to bring, we had to bring fans again. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. going to need fans. Yeah. That is so true. It gets, uh, it gets... Of course it is, you know, February as opposed to July. Yeah, but still. But it still, gets yes. smelly yes. very quickly. Yes. It gets very... A lot of dude sweat. A lot of dude sweat. So, we're going to do the same thing. Um, the only addition that we're going to make is that... I, I don't know that we're going to demand... Like, I don't know that we're not going to let you in if you don't. But we are going to request that you come in costume. All right? And we will all be in costume. Yes, we will all three be in costume, and we are going to request that you come in costume. And we're going to give away. We have this awesome, if you remember last year, AJ at uh, both NXT and at WrestleMania got us some prime television space by holding up this uh, sort of blow-up, jobbing-out poster Um and it was very cool. Everybody saw it. Everybody sent us nice notes. It was really awesome. We are going to... We've all signed it. We're going to give it away to whoever has the best costume that night. All right? That's what we're going to do. So, February 28th, here in Baltimore. Um, if you're familiar with Baltimore, the studio's in Hamden. The same event that we did the last time. For those of you that came out the last one, you know the deal. It's a lot of fun. We're just going to hang out, watch SmackDown, do a show afterwards. It'll be interactive. It'll be drunk. It'll be fun. The whole deal, I'll get an Uber, we'll, you know, figure the whole thing out. Um, but we need to hear from you beforehand. 
We, we can't just have you show up at the door. It doesn't work that way, even if you came to the last one. We still need you to tell us about it beforehand. So, Aaron, where do people go to tell us that they're coming? Jobbingoutshow at gmail.com. If we get absurd numbers of people, then we might have to cap it at a certain point. Um, we got dangerously close to that last time. Like, we got dangerously... Or, or, or... Or... We could talk to our good friend, John... You said just move it over yeah. to Jimmy's? Could do that. And move it to Jimmy's. Do you, would, you, would you prefer to plan it that way, or do you want to wait and see what happens? Do you want to see what the reaction is, and if we have to, we move it yeah, to Jimmy's? Yeah, let's see. If, if, if more than the people that uh, came last time, if we can definitely move it over there, it would be a great time. It would be fantastic. It would be a little bit John more difficult for doing John, the show. That's yeah. the only difference. It would be a bit more difficult for the show. Not impossible, but just a bit more difficult. Yeah. However, uh, it is Jimmy's. It would be, be the greatest show we ever did. No, correct. I mean, I've never in my life not had a wonderful time when I've gone to Jimmy's Seafood. So. Speaking of which... And, uh, and, get, we would, yeah. and I could talk to Jimmy. We would get the whole up. Probably get the whole upstairs ourselves. I would imagine. I would imagine he'd do that as well. So, so just start, please. I, my point is, start sending us your responses now. Start letting us know so that we can make our plans for what's best for us uh, for that night. Please let us know ASAP if you're coming out. If you're interested in coming out, you know, even if you're saying, "Hey, I, I gotta, I, you know, I gotta clear a couple things, but I want to be there." Just please tell us now so that we can start making our plans based around that. But it'll be the 28th of February, Tuesday night. I get it. It's a work night. I understand. But it wasn't a problem the last time. We had a great crowd that out. That time was a great fucking time. It was such a good time, man. Yeah. Like, and it was so – I think we all admitted that we did not expect it to be as ridiculously great as it was. And so we just want to do it again and hang out with you guys. And um, that's the plan. So please, jobbingoutshow at gmail.com to let us know. And as, age, as Aaron mentioned, both of these two assholes have bailed on me for Sunday night. I have committed to being at Jimmy's Famous Seafood on Sunday night. Uh, our buddy Brandon Linton from Rand's Head Live has committed to joining the uh, jobbing out team for wrestling trivia. Trivia? Trivia? Brandon's awesome. Correct. Brandon is awesome. He's a good dude. Awesome. Yeah. Now, I need you guys, because I still need partners. I don't think Brandon and I alone are going to be able to take home the trophy on Sunday night. For wrestling trivia, it's again, we're just going to do trivia, and then we're going to watch the Royal Rumble, and it's going to be the hell of the... And what's the, what's the prize this time? I don't, I don't know. It's probably, I don't know. Have they announced when they're coming back to the arena yet? No, because the, the most likely time is, is that pay-per-view that right, they haven't announced yet. Right, So that's probably, look, he's always got amazing prizes. He's got wrestlers that he's friends with. He's, trust me, he's got something up like, his sleeve. Like, like, realistically, it's so funny because I give him so much shit because... You know, he used to be one of the biggest Roman Reigns haters there was. And now they're best friends. And now he became friends with Roman Reigns, and he loves him. Yes. Yeah, but they're, they're, it's not their buddies. Like Roman Reigns does videos for him. Like he like makes videos. It's it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna be there Sunday night, and I need you to sign up to join the team. So can tweet at you. Tweet at me, at yeah. Glenn Clark Radio. Just say, hey. We're at Jobbing Out Show. We're at Jobbing Out Show. That's a great point. Yeah. And just say, hey, going to be in, want to be in, would love to come, anything like that. Let me know that uh, you're down for Sunday night at Jimmy's Famous Seafood for the Royal Rumble. Now, AJ. Yep. We recorded last week on Thursday? Yes. And that night, you were headed out somewhere. Yes, I was. You want to tell everybody a little bit more about it? Yeah, so basically, um, as you go. Uh, as most people who listen to this show, I assume, are, are well aware of, I put college football with um, SmackDown's own Mojo Rawley. Yes. And uh, we are very good friends. Uh, we would 
uh, just hanging out the other night. And uh, he's a very fun guy to be around. So he hits me up and he asks, hey, uh, you want to go to Medieval Times? And I've never been to Medieval Times. So I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Cool. Like, I was ready. Like, I thought we were going to buy tickets and it was going to be a good fun time. Like, me and him and, like, maybe a couple of his friends. And then he was like, yeah, you know, um, yeah, there's going to be a bunch of a bunch of wrestlers going to be there. And come <laughs> to find out, because it was, like, they did it because it was WWE people and then, obviously, because I picked the Redskins, they comped everything. Like, I didn't have to pay for anything. Right, because than, if there's a group of people that, that can't afford a trip to medieval <laughs> times, it's definitely professional athletes. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, exactly. I'm glad that we're taking care of those folks. Oh, yeah, and we got, you know, and we ended up getting private tours in the in the beginning and at the end got to go feed the horses sugar cubes in the back. It was That's like, actually really it was cool. Awesome. That's really cool. But what uh, we ended up finding out, now some of the people he did tell me that were going to be there that did show up were one, Zack Ryder. I'm big fan. Uh, Kalisto. Ooh, like him. Sasha Banks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then one person who showed up that he didn't tell me was coming was one Jason Jordan. That's pretty cool. That's pretty effing cool. Now, can you share, first of all, the follow-up text that he sent you after <laughs> telling you there were going to be a bunch of professional wrestlers there? Oh, yes. I was, I'll, I'll uh, share that right now. Let me pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the text. It's a really good one. Yep. This is worth the payoff. Please, please stick with us because the text is really great. And, and I, I laughed when this is, again, after inviting AJ and telling him there's going to be a bunch of pro wrestlers there, right? Then Mojo followed up with another text that was poignant. Which he said, Zach Ryder, Calisto, his wife, Sasha Banks, and her man, and Big Cass and Carmelo, did, did, we, did you just did we lose you at the Jewish Community Center dude are you there wow hello, hello can you hear us hello dude we I don't know what just happened there but guys. after you said Big Cass and Carmella oh yeah Big Cass and Carmella don't be a mark <laughs> <laughs> um were you and a mark? I tried my best. <laughs> and I think I did a very good job because one thing I had going for me is they all thought it was cool that I played football, so it was like easier for me. To right, it's not quite as it's not exactly the same as saying I brought out a nerdy po- wrestling podcaster to hang out with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, that's why you guys weren't invited. But when, uh, <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that, the, that's reason. the reason. That's <laughs> other than that, we would have been right at the top of the list. <laughs> uh, but, like, I, it was awesome, dude. I got to talk to Kalisto about his uh, spot at TLC when he did the Selena Del Sol uh, off the ladder, through the ladder. Uh, I was talking to him about that. I was like, yo, so, how? like, what was it like? He was like, man, I didn't know I was going to do it till I was up there. Then when I got up there, I was just like, all right, let's do it. No, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Wow, that's really awesome. Um, so here's the most pressing question. Did your night win? Yes. Yes, he did. Well, that's a, that is important. That, that's there, the most pressing question. A couple of other important <laughs> things. Um, did you, just on a scale of 1 to 10, how much did you die inside when the text read Sasha Banks and her man? 
Um, a little bit. Okay. I was, my, I was with my too, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was easier that way, because I, I would much rather prefer me going with my wife and Sasha being with her man. Right, yeah. yeah probably and Sasha being alone. Yeah, that would have been, right, <laughs> that would have been not great. Um, there was, there was a particular text that you shared with us that night. There's another way I would have liked for it to happen too, but I was... <laughs> There was a, uh, there was one particular text. Just one? Well, one in particular. One in particular that was amazing. And we need to clean it up slightly. But can we share? There was, there was an event that occurred at one point during the night that you were particularly excited about. Can we share what yeah, that was? I was, I was incredibly excited about the fact that, um, I sent a text that says, my wife is currently having girl talk with Sasha Banks. <laughs> and I was and I was incredibly excited. Yes, very my, my wife my wife booked Sasha Banks, got her number. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, sir, I apologize to all of the future children that have been lost of yours this week since this occurred. I mean it's, I'm sorry that uh, that it wasn't meant to be uh, for you all, but uh <sighs> That's pretty great, man. That's really, yeah. really pretty great. It that was, was awesome. Um, I got to pick up. I actually picked up Zach Ryder from his crib. We talked. We're, I got his number. Like it's. This has been a really dope. Experience. Why is Why is he not on jobbing out this week? Um, you know they can't really do those. You know well, this is the goofy part, right? Like I hear you <laughs> saying that, but yet they do those with like other professional wrestlers. Like they'll appear on their podcast, and I know they're not all run through the WWE. Yeah, you're right, but they're professional wrestlers. Is that the like? I feel like we should be able to get away with that with you being a professional athlete. Like, I feel like this I mean, should I, be. A... I'll, I'll, I'll ask, but I, I mean, I think we should try to get Mojo but before I, we get I, Zach. Well, I agree that we should have Mojo, but I feel and I and it, I think it's I, also. I, when I asked Dean before, he said, you know, he, he didn't want to do it because no, no, no. I understand. I think it's a status thing too. Oh, like, yeah. I think that's yeah. part of it. And I think that Dean. I understand, and Dean, of course, is Dean Mutati is Mojo Raleigh. I understand where he's coming from, and he's a friend of all of ours. He would do this ten times, you know what I mean? Like, he would do yeah, every would. week because he's the nicest guy on the face of the planet and because we've known him for forever. Obviously, you guys are very close. Aaron and I aren't as close with him, but I've known Dean for a long time. He's come on my show in the past. Um, just as a football player, he's come on my show. Um, but I get where he's coming from. Like, a guy like that doesn't want to do anything outside the WWE, and the WWE is very clearly being careful with how much they do with him. Mm-hmm. I get it. I think that some of these other guys, like Zach is a perfect example. I think Zach's in a place in his career where he can get away with a little bit more. Where, like, if he does one of these that, that he might just say, dude, I don't care. Yeah, I'll do it because fuck those guys. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, I had to go back to NXT. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really care at this point. Like, I think that it's a status thing, too. Where also they're not going to go back and complain to you if you've been doing it for 30 years and you know exactly the way you're supposed to handle every interview. So I just get the sense that it's, yeah. a, it's a little bit different for every person. Yeah, I'll ask him. Speaking of asking him a question, did you ask him where Emma was? Why wasn't Emma out on this trip? Mm, good point. Uh, yeah, him and Emma broke up. I did find that out, too. I was oh, unaware. Wow. I was hoping you were going to say because was, she was busy, still busy going through the process. The, the, uh, <laughs> the makeover. Right, the makeover to uh, Emma Lena. Well, that's... Uh, that's it's unfortunate, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, learned a, I learned a lot of things this week. That's why I could Right? Right? <laughs> This yeah, that is totally was just to make the fans lose their mind, and then it ended up just being a dark match. Well, how about that? Doesn't mean he couldn't be in the Royal Rumble. 
or at TakeOver. At TakeOver on Saturday night, no doubt. He is in San Antonio. We know that much. Um, uh, One other piece of housekeeping, we did indeed get screwed by Shawn Michaels. Now, I'll explain what happened. Uh, Essentially, they booked... It's because because Aaron's Jewish and because... (laughs) They knew I was going to be broadcasting live from, from the Jewish Community Center, Center right? Yep. That's a great point. Yep. They got screwed. Um, I, I, look, I'm not trying to cast, cast aspersions towards Shawn Michaels. I think he knows his movie sucks. Um, he did. They had a day where they were doing stuff in New York, and that was originally the week they were going to have. And they said, "Hey, we need to move a bunch of stuff back to next week. Can we just, you know, if you would only be able to get three minutes today, can we move you back to next week? We'll get you an interview." I said, "No problem. Move us back to next week." Um, at that point, Shawn decided to cancel all further media related to the movie. Has someone who has seen the movie, or at least part of it, I'm not going to lie to you and say that I was able to make it through because I gave up after about 15 minutes. That's probably very smart. The movie sucks. It is (laughs) the worst thing I have ever seen in my life. It's... And I sort of get it. I watched the first scene. It's not really a movie. It's like Christian propaganda. Yes. Like, it's not, and they're trying to disguise it as a movie and hope that somebody's confused into thinking that it's a, it's, if you're a religious person, this is not a knock on you. It, it'd be the same way if it was something else, right? Like, if, if you wanted, if it was a propaganda film for, we want you to stop smoking or start smoking, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's propaganda they're trying to disguise as a movie. So it's a little bit unfair. It's not really supposed to be a movie. It's supposed to be propaganda. It's terrible. It's unwatchable. It is so unthinkably bad. Like, and, and I was willing, because I like the dude from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, oh, I, yeah, I've actually great. watched that show. Oh, I yeah. like that dude. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, uh, I like the janitor from Scrubs. Yep. Uh, plenty. Yep, I was, I was willing to give it a little bit of a look-see, right? I actually sat down and said, I will be the one. I will, <clears throat> I will put myself on the cross. And I, <laughs> I will watch this movie, and I literally, I was vomiting. It was so painfully bad. So go watch it, guys. I, I, like, the, I like the fact that you're willing to uh, clear your throat before you say that. God, God, it's so bad. So, I don't really, I don't really... Why is it bad? Like, is it bad acting? It's all of it. It's just bad production, bad acting, bad... <laughs> Here's the, the point of a propaganda movie. Let me, I mean, uh, this is the best way I can try to explain it. The point of a propaganda movie is to try to find somebody that doesn't agree with you and use something else to get them to agree with you, right? Mm-hmm. You, if you're not someone who attends church already every week, you can't even understand the language they're speaking with in this movie. It is a movie made by a bunch of people that know nothing other than going to church three nights a week and praying all the time, they can't, it, it, you can't even get into it. Like, you couldn't even, even if you accepted that the acting was bad, look, I've seen a lot of movies with bad acting, right? You know, like, I can get through that. Um, even if you accept the storyline's stupid, it's tired, it's, it's, it's irrelevant, you know what I mean? Like, even if you get through all of that, you can't understand, what, they're, they're, pe- they're not people, these characters. They're, they're robots that you're dealing with. I watched it for a little while, I did everything I could, I, I was willing to try to suck it up and make it through so that we could, because we're going to get Shawn Michaels out of the deal. I'm glad I turned it off now that I know that Shawn Michaels wasn't coming on. So, what it is, we got uh, boned on Shawn Michaels, and uh, we weren't the only ones. Apparently, uh, I got the list. Some significantly higher profile shows also got boned on Shawn Michaels. So, I'm not as angry, but I'm still very disappointed. It, it would have been a big, nice to have I'm a big Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels fan. It just would have been awkward for me to try to get through plugging this movie because it is that bad. All right, now, um, is there anything else? Oh, wrestling. 
There was one. Well, there are two bits of news because I yes. forgot something else broke this morning, which is um, Royal Rumble is in Philly next year, which is Ooh. an interesting choice based on the last time it was in Philly. Ooh, that was the uh, that was the Daniel Bryan. Oh, the... No, no, that was the Roman Reigns. Right. It was. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that Daniel. Everybody wanted. Well, there, there were two Daniel right. Bryan. Everybody wanted up. Daniel Bryan to win. Roman won Roman instead, said, and not even the Rock could right. get Roman Reigns over. Correct. Yeah. Um. Look, I. Philly, I've been to Royal Rumble in Philly. I mean, it's a great place for a wrestling weekend. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit awkward because of the the, the weather's going to suck. You know what I mean? Like, this is what it is. Right. But it's a great place for a wrestling weekend. It's a great – if you want to do the whole, you know, sell out a night of NXT at an arena, they'll yep. they'll do that and in so, Philly. You know, Shakara will probably be at the, the ECW arena or right. something like that. You'll you'll have other places uh, pop up around yeah, there. Yeah, no question. It's a great place for a wrestling weekend. I'm all for it. Um, I assume we'll go. Like, I can't imagine why we wouldn't, so I'm looking forward to that. And um, we had a leaked Hall of Famer this week. Yeah, we uh, we were talking last week about who the woman could be, and if this leak is correct, then uh, Beth Phoenix is going to be this year's uh, induction to the Hall of Fame. Sure. I mean, that's my response. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's others that I would I'd like to see go in as well, but yeah, Beth Phoenix, there's no, no beef with that, right? She, she was a fine performer. She competed against the, the man a couple times. Um at the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I check. You know, absolutely. With deserving. Edge. Right. Edge. Well, I'm curious to see who who does, because you could go a couple different ways with... Who would induct her? Yeah. Who did she team with for a while? I'm trying to remember. I, I, Santino? Kate? Oh. Was that Beth Phoenix? Yeah, because it yeah. was the... Um, oh, right. I do remember. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, absolutely. There, there, was, there was a tag team, though. A I, feel like you're right, team. I feel like you're right about it, and I can't think of who it was. I know what I mean. She first debuted as like something with Trish, but then she got injured, and then there was something. She was with somebody. Was it Layla? No, it wasn't Layla. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. All right. Well, the point is, yes. I, we're all on board. Yeah. We're all on board. That's fine. And again, the only one that's official is Kurt Angle. So right. everything else that we talked about, Rick Rude, Christian, Beth Phoenix, all have been leaks. DDP, yep. Yep. DDP to this to this point. That, however, that class right there sounds like a pretty good class. It's a good class. That's the group. It's a pretty good group. All right. That's it. We're good. I think we're good. down. AJ, let's get some plugs in. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter at AJFrancis410. Uh, my dad, once again, they beat a rundle this week, and they are now officially 15-0. and zero. That's amazing. Um, yeah, they got uh, another game coming up against Northeast uh, tomorrow, and Northeast just beat Glen Burnie, so... They're not as slouches like they usually are, so they got to win that game to go to 16-0. and With two weeks left in the regular season, uh, my dad's been 20-0 and before, but it was when he was a, he was a JP head coach, they went 20-0, and which is still impressive. But um, when uh, we got skill sessions this weekend, starting up, uh, it's a six-week package. Um, if you buy five, then you get uh, a session for free. Um, it's basketball, K-12. Uh, it's going to be at the Savage Sportsplex in Laurel, I believe. Okay. And it, it's just going to be a good time. You can go to FrancisSportsAcademy.com or you can follow uh, uh, us on Francis underscore sports on Twitter or Francis underscore sports on Instagram. Awesome. Uh, before we get to Aaron's plugs, I forgot that we needed to plug Steve Miggs because he only plugged uh, Naomi, which, again... <laughs> It's a fine use of his time. <laughs> that That's definitely a more <laughs> yeah, worthy right. reason. Uh, KISW 99.9 in Seattle every morning for BJ and Migs. It's KISW.com. 
And then it's at I'm Steve Miggs, I am the letter M, I'm Steve Miggs on Twitter is how you give him a follow. Find the Megacast, the Miggs cast, available iTunes that way, both great podcasts. He is the best. We love Steve Miggs. Um, and appreciated him literally giving us you you guys have no idea with some of the technical problems that we had today. <laughs> that was an hour and a half of his time that he gave up to us. Um, and he doesn't have to do that because he's uh, he's got a he's plenty, Steve Miggs. right. He's got plenty going on for him out in Seattle. He's Steve fucking Miggs. Correct. Uh, love him and appreciate that. Aaron, yes, you are on Twitter at the Aoster. The show is on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. We're available via email. Jobbingoutshow at gmail dot com. Don't forget if you are interested, if you think you're interested, start emailing us now so we can kind of start to get a head count. No doubt. Uh, and what do you have coming up at the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone? Uh, I, that, that interview that I uh, pitched last week, it's it's going to run. I don't know when. It's up to my editor. But uh, I'm just going to say it's with Kyle O'Reilly, who recently... Oh, man. Yeah, who recently possibly departed with Ring of Art. Yeah, we don't right. exactly know his status, but I, I had a good uh, sit down with him. And a guy who doesn't talk that much, had a lot of good insight. And um, so keep your eye out for that. I'm hoping it'll be out either later this week or very early next week. So very cool. keep your eye out for that. Very, very cool. Uh, on Twitter, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Uh, by the way, there's something else. You know, I'll tell you off the end. Never mind. I, I don't want to. There was somebody else that I was trying to line up for this week that literally I just got a message from two minutes ago, but he, he can't do today. He can only do tomorrow, so it wouldn't help us anyway. But it's going to be, you're going to be heartbroken. I don't know about it, AJ, but you're going to be heartbroken by it. Um, glennclarkradio.com, again, is my website. Thanks again to Steve Miggs for him, for myself, for Aaron, and for the main event. A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins and the Jewish Community Center. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. A jobbing.